What's going on, brother? Hey, what's going on, man? Oh, not much, man. What you think about uh, LeBron and the, and the Celtics, man? I know a couple of days ago, I was reading and watching TV, and um, it came up. Marcus Morris said that he had set LeBron down. So I'm thinking, like, oh, man, dude, you don't know what you got yourself into. So I'm thinking game one, LeBron going to come through and smash him. Hmm. You know, come to find out. LeBron had 15 points. Five of those points came from the free throw line. So did he shut down LeBron? Oh, man, I think that, I think that's a fluke. Um, you see, he still has at least three more games that he have to prove that he can shut down LeBron before we can just say he totally shut LeBron out. You have to understand when you're talking about LeBron, you're talking about one of the greatest to ever play the game. He revolutionized his position. And not only that, LeBron is a he's a winner. The guy know how to win. So I, it's, I feel like it's too early to say that he shut LeBron down. It was just game one. Um so with that being said, let's let's finish the series out and then we can say, hey. Did he or did he not shut LeBron out? Because like I said, I feel as though that was a fluke because it was just game one. How do you feel about it, brother? Man, I don't – man, I'm I'm a LeBron fan. I don't think he shut him out. I think, you know, LeBron just trying to adjust. And normally in game one, LeBron don't really impose his will. He kind of, you know, try to get a feel for the team, let his team teammates kind of get in rhythm. Now he see what he needs to work on, what he needs to tweak. Game two is gonna be a different story, and you know we're gonna see we're gonna see something different. I think that game may come on tomorrow, Wednesday. We'll we'll see a totally different LeBron James and the Cleveland Cavaliers team as a whole. Mm. And uh, I know you say you're you're a Houston fan. You think Houston gonna bring it home? But playing against the Warriors, I don't know, man. It's, it's gonna be difficult. The Warriors, Houston. Yeah, man. <sighs> Man, when you're talking about the Warriors, I understand you have, I guess, they version of the big three. Um, talking about Steph Curry, uh, Clay, and Green. But, I mean, when you – Durant. you forgetting about Durant. Oh, man, I don't, I don't think he's going to be a threat this series. Um, All right. <laughs> I mean, I feel like a Riesel can literally hold Durant at least to 15 a game. If he Ooh, man. <laughs> 15. So, with that being said, if Ariza can do that, and we can hold, because that'll be the difference in the series, honestly. If you look across the board as far as position goes, it's going to be if Ariza can hold Durant. If Ariza can hold Durant, we got it in the bag. Okay, man. You know what? I think these two great teams. I see it going seven. Seven games and I think um, Golden State going to edge them out. And I think they're going to play. I think LeBron and Boston going to go seven, maybe six games with LeBron winning. And I think, you know, LeBron and, and KD again, with KD getting the best of them. And it's going to push LeBron to go to Philly and trust in the process with old Ben Simmons. And Joel and B. Mm. Mm, 
I see. Let's see. I think Houston got the game in a five-game series. Um, with LeBron and the Cavs, I see it going six. But like you said, I don't think that the Cavaliers are going to win the whole entire championship simply because he has no support. While when you're looking at the Rockets or the or the Warriors, I mean these these teams are loaded, full roster loaded. So that being said, LeBron, you know he has a killer instinct, but LeBron never really won a championship without a very good supporting cast. So that's my opinion of it. Uh, anything else you want to add to that? No, man. I think you pretty much have it, man. I guess I want to um, give my salute to the um, Black Excellence for the week, man. And uh, I know it's graduation season, man, so I want to salute everybody, man, from the graduates yes, of kindergarten, you know, sixth grade, eighth grade, high school, you know, and college. You know, salute them, yes, man, sir. because, you know, they are our future. Yeah, I saw um, – Special shout out to my brother Tyron Higgins. He'll be graduating this year. I'm going to be down there to watch him. Also, shout out to all the seniors in high school, all the elementary kids that are moving up, man. Black, I see black excellence everywhere. Um, of course, right now I'm in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. Southern just had a graduation. Shout out to Elba Williams, one of my boys. He he graduated, so I see I see the excellence. I see what we're doing out there, man, and let's let's keep going. All right, man. You know, I always like to end it with quotes, man. That's my thing, man. And, you know, today I'm probably going to hit you with two quotes, man. One of them, my first quote is going to be from Frederick Douglass, man. And he said, people might not get all they work for in this world, but they must certainly work for all that they get. Mm. You know, I repeat that again. You know, people might not get all they work for in this world, but they must certainly work for all they get. So, you know, mm-hmm. hard, hard work pays off, my people. You know, just keep keep on pushing. Mm-hmm. And, you know, here, here go one from the great Fred Hampton, man. You know, he said, we're going to have to do more than talk. We're going to have to do more than listen. We're going to have to do more than learn. We're going to have to start practicing, and that's very hard. We're going to have to start getting out there with the people, and that's difficult. Sometimes we think that we're better than the people, so it's going to take a lot of hard work. And basically what he's saying is, man, you know, we're going to have to get off our high horses and stop stop judging what's going on in our communities and saying, oh, man, you know, this person bad, that person bad. We're going to have to actually go out there and do the work. We're going to have, have to actually go out there and serve like we talked about today. Mm-hmm. And that's hard to do. We got to go serve, man. You know, and and that's how I like to end it, man. I mean, you can go ahead with your your, you know, your ending, brother. Uh, real quick, uh, we do have an email, so if you guys want to get in contact with us, that is radicalthinkers the number two at gmail.com. The email again is radicalthinkers the number two at gmail.com. Thank you guys for tuning in. Hope you tune in next time. Anything else, brother? That's it. All right. Y'all have a great one. Good evening, brother. What's going on with you, brother, man? I want to welcome everybody to episode four of Radical Thinking. Mm -hmm. You know, 
first off, I want to um, send my thoughts and prayers out to the family of Kevin Robinson, the young man that died in, in Paris police police officers, I believe it was. He was 22 years old. And um, right now, I believe um, the FBI and the um, Louisiana State Police Department is investigating that that situation. Um, like I said, everybody keep them lifted up in prayers. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's, it's, a, it's always a sad situation when you hear about something like that. And, uh, <clears throat> you know, a couple of weeks ago, you know, me and you were talking on the phone and uh, we, you was asking where we were discussing and talking about um, some signs of leadership. And mm-hmm. so, you know, I, I was, I looked up the word leader and, you know, it said a guiding or directing head as of an army movement or political group. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you know, just reading that and just, you know, say a person or thing that leads and, you know, just thinking about uh, some of the 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 traits or signs or, or things that makes a person a leader. You know, it, it made me wonder. And, you know, we got to talking today and you was telling me something about serving. And, you know, that that could be one of the leading and and main properties of being a leader, you know, in the black community, we're you know we've been we've been given leaders, you know, in the last forty fifty years, if not longer, you know, we go back to you go back to your Martin Luther Kings, you can go back to Malcolm X, H. Rap Brown, you got Huey P. Newton, Frank Hampton. Stokely Carmichael, you know, and some some leaders that that we revere, and some leaders that you know we probably kind of want to want to turn our back to, you know, Al Sharpton, Jesse Jackson, you know, some people that hey, we I, I'm not gonna say we don't respect them because you, you respect the elders, but you don't respect the 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 things that they actually do, right? And um, like I said, go back to that word serves. You know, you, you had a pretty, pretty uh, intriguing thing about it. So, you know, I wanted you to go on, hit on that. I and mean, I think that was very, very powerful. You know, give it to the people and, and let them, you know, kind of think on it. Okay. So I believe we are created to serve each other in our aspects of life. Um, Mark's 10 verses 44 and 45 state. And whoever would be the first among you must be served of all. For even the Son of Man came not to be served, but to serve and to give his life as ransom for many. Let's break down the word serve. Serve means to perform duties or services for another person or organization. We are created to serve each other mentally, physically, and spiritually. When you decide decide to serve, you are fulfilling someone else's needs. Providing shelter, security, and security for the family. This is not because wives cannot accomplish this task. This is because as a man, this is the best way we serve our family's needs. 
We are not the best cooks, cleaners, or caretakers. Our wives are. So to help get some of those duties off our wives' back, we serve the home in a different way. We go to work. Parents also serve the needs of their children in which their love is shown through the acts they do. In the Bible, you learn about Jesus. Jesus is the son of God. And instead of wanting to be worshipped as the son of God, all Jesus wanted to do was serve his father's kingdom. The Bible teaches us that servants build the kingdom of God because when you That being said, how else would you define the leader, you know, other than one that's willing to serve? Mm. Mm. So with that being said, we got to understand that the best leaders are the servants. Um, when you go to school, you learn from your teachers. Your teachers been in the position that you've been in before. So they had to study and learn the material to teach you later. It's the same relationship as a servant and leader. Martin Luther King served as a leader for the civil rights campaign. But what we must understand is Martin Luther King did not want that position. People brought Martin Luther King that position and gave him that power because he best represented the needs of the people and knew how to express those needs in a way that was motivation or motivational to others around. And I believe that is one of the, the key factors in being a leader is learning how to serve. You, you don't have to... You know, you don't have to serve everybody, but you do have to serve. Even when you're becoming a minister or anything of that nature, you have to understand that you are serving your church, you are serving your community. I mean, you can, take it even, you can take it even further, even with being, you know, the man of the house. Mm. You're you serving your wife, you're serving your children, you mm -hmm. know. You, you have to serve them because you have to be the one to look out for their best interests. And you have to serve them. You have to give them what they need to, to, to make it, especially your kids. You have to give them the tools, serve them the tools and the information that they need to make it in life. So we're, we're, we should continuously serve like all the time. 
And that's, you know, a good way to point out a good leader by the way he's serving by the, by his followers too, because his followers and, you know, not saying followers in a bad way, not saying that they, they're less than the leader because everybody is on the same playing field pretty much. But what I'm saying mm-hmm. is they will mimic and do the things that he do, that he does. Wow. And then, you know, you, you know, there's somebody who's always giving his time, you know, you, you can bet that the people that's with him and that's around him, they're going to be giving their time to and serving the people. You know, that's what leaders do. Sir, I, I, I remember um, when we talked about it, I never really wanted to speak on religion because it's always a touchy subject. And, and you know, everybody takes scripture and they read it differently. Mm-hmm. You know, everybody's going to get their, um, their different perspective or point of view from it and so Mm -hmm. i never wanted to uh kind of mess with somebody's religion or beliefs or make them think differently of what they believe because you know that's kind of what made us who we are our belief system and i never Mm -hmm. we never want to attack somebody's belief system i just believe that everybody should be open-minded and listen to everybody's point of view and and kind of understand their background and that's how we could uh, I guess be empathetic, so to speak, to people because you know mm-hmm. that's very near and dear to them. Their beliefs, because you know that's something that their grandma believed and great grandma, and it was instilled and it was passed down from generations. And that's how we get our belief system because they are passed down to us. You know, mm-hmm. unless you know we go out and we seek and we find different belief systems and you know we incorporate those into our lives. But I think you know we should. I'll be respectful of those belief systems and 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 try to see it from another person's perspective and understand how they are. If if the world was that way, you know, it wouldn't be a lot of racism because everybody would be willing to sit down and listen to have dialogue on the other person's point of view. You know, like you might see something and I see the same thing, but I don't get the same we don't come up with the same understanding. Mm. And it's because of, of your belief system. You believe something to be this way and I believe it to be that way. But only until we get we sit down and have dialogue, we can come to a, a compromising situation and say, okay, well, you see it that way and you, I see it this way. Okay, now I understand you a little better. Mm. So now when I see you 